This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. I want a jacket that looks like it was painted by an elementary school student. And I want to wear it at the Olympics. <laughs> you see the, the Canadian uh, jean jackets that were apparently, I think they are going to be worn. Yeah, I thought it was a joke when I first saw it. At the closing ceremonies at the 2021 Tokyo Games, if they happen. Yeah, after seeing these jackets, I hope they don't happen. <laughs> team Canada, Hudson's Bay, um, the design team came up with this idea. Hey, they, they like denim. In Canada, the Canadian tuxedo, right? Sure. So why don't we get a jean jacket, and instead of making it look like it was uh, it was designed by professionals, let's uh, make it look like we gave it to a group of teenage girls. <laughs> <laughs> With a little bit of hand paint from the dollar store. Right. Got some paint going. They painted the flag on there, some other stuff, and they were going for like a graffiti look. Yeah, like a grunge punk type stuff. Aesthetic, yeah, punk, urban, whatever you want to uh, graffiti. It looks like graffiti. Yeah, on the bag, it's like Tokyo. It says Tokyo twenty tagged. Yeah, somebody tagged somebody the tagged sleeve. It. Yeah, so cool. Uh, yeah. But everybody seems to hate it on social media. It's just, it's maybe if it was just a plain denim, it might have been, you know, funny like a tongue in cheek way. But it's just, it looks ugly. It's hard to look at. And when I see the Olympic outfits, I want you. You look like you could do your Olympic event in those suits. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't do any sport in denim unless it's, I think maybe rodeo is the only thing you could do, but nobody wears denim to do uh, like an activity. Fencing. It would be pretty badass if you had a jean fencing suit. <laughs> I feel like it'd be hard to move your arms in the way you need to, but you wouldn't get stabbed you as well. You basically want the athletes to look like uh, like the X-Men, kind of. Almost like his superhero outfits, the sure. Under Armour stuff that, that hugs the... Like, yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, it looks like they're, I mean, it just looks like they're in line to go to, like, uh, a concert or something like that. A little too cash. It's a little cash. I get it. They're trying something new, but it's uh, it's silly. Yeah. Canada's had some big successes with, with the, uh, does that remember the backwards uh, hats? I remember the backwards hats. Like I remember the, the, the gloves. Red, the, red, the red hats. You know the ones I'm talking, like yes. Samuel L. Jackson style backwards hat. Yep. Yeah, I know exactly the one you're talking about. The gloves were good. Where you, you put the palms together like the diamond cutter and then it, it shows the Canadian flag. Is it, was, that, was that the one? The maple leaf. Those yeah. are cool gloves. Yeah, those were sweet. Now those jackets would look cool playing video games. <laughs> Denim <laughs> jacket, eSports. eSports is one sport you can easily uh, excel at wearing a denim jacket. And I just looked it up. You can get one for 150 bucks from the <laughs> Hudson's Bay Company. No joke. If you wait till 2022, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to find some on sale. <laughs> Yesterday on the show, we were talking about the... Uh, uh, the announcement that was made on Friday by Doug Ford saying that police are going to be randomly stopping people in Ontario asking where they're going and why they aren't asking why they aren't at home. 
And uh, the police departments across the province were almost unanimous in saying, we're not doing that. Very shortly after the announcement. One, it's just another thing on their plate that they have to worry about. Two, the possibility of bad bad publicity was out there. Big time. They stopped the wrong person. It could be... uh, a stain on the police department, right? A big controversy. Um, well, <laughs> apparently in Gravenhurst, they didn't get the the memo on this. Provincial police say they're investigating. A video is surfaced online showing an interaction between a police officer and a kid on a uh, like one of those Razor scooters mm-hmm. at a skate park in Gravenhurst. The cop, it almost looks like the cops, you watch this, Jim, he's trying to grab the scooter away from the kid. Yeah, the kid, they're on like a pathway, it seems, and the kid tries Near to You're a skate scoot, park. Yeah, yeah, and the kid looks like he's trying to scoot by these two cops, and the cop either, it's kind of hard to tell, but he grabs a scooter and kind of simultaneously pushes the kid, and the kid falls on the grass. Yeah, and uh, people in the background are heard yelling, that he's only 12 years old. Not a good look. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they're upset. That they, they, allegedly, that the, the kids weren't wearing masks at the skate park, which is one of the... I guess rules you got to follow. If you want to be outside, you got to wear these masks in these skate parks or whatever. And one of the, the kids was not wearing it, so the cop got angry enough uh-huh. <laughs> to push a little... And the cop's I, a big cop, too. Yeah, there, there's a definite size difference. I know I know teenagers, I know 12-year-olds can be pretty lippy. Oh, yeah, that was when I was the lippiest. Sure. When you're in grade 8 and you're like the oldest kid in the school. Because you think adults can't hit me. Mm-hmm. I can say whatever I want. I'm a young offender even if I get in trouble. Who yeah. cares, right? <laughs> it's, it's not, not on my, my permanent my, record. It's not on my permanent record. Yeah. So I can. I don't know what happened here, but something set the, the police officer off to the point where he was pushed or pulled or... Got a little too close to that kid, and uh, and now the cops are investigating. Yeah, I know. I know that you know the cops have a hard job right now, but th- that's pretty inexcusable. Like, I know you're trying to stop the kid. He's not wearing a mask. Like, if he was stealing something, or if he had a knife, or he was doing something that was like, you know, legitimately dangerous. Uh, you know, maybe the guy could have put his hands on it, but it was. It's the stupidest mistake. Everybody has a camera. What are you thinking? Uh huh. It's just, and it's, if he's not wearing a mask, you should probably be staying at least six feet apart from the kid. This is what bothers me every time a cop shows up to a house with like too many people there. He always grabs people. I'm like, aren't you scared? Isn't the whole reason that they have the virus? Uh, yeah. It's just it's all frustrating. I can tell the cops are probably frustrated as well, uh, having to enforce these these rules. But uh, this cop. Uh, should be fired, probably. Well, you don't know, man. We only see what's in the video, <laughs> yeah, and it's from it's a okay, distance. Okay. But so the does. kid maybe said something. What could the kid have possibly... Who knows possibly if he's done. really 12? <laughs> he could be a small adult for all yeah. we know, right? Is that the guy from Jackass? That Mars helicopter thing is pretty darn cool, though, isn't it, Jim? It's wild. You know, my, my kids, they're going to take it for granted. They're going to just be used to the fact that there's miniature helicopters that can fly around the planet Mars. Yeah, it's always been that way for them. Totally. It would be fun. It would be fun to be able to fly that thing. You know, if they they let you go (laughs) to NASA, you pay like a hundred bucks or something, they let you fly the miniature helicopter on Mars for a bit. Oh, that'd be awesome. I feel like after like 30 seconds, I would accidentally ram it into a sand dune and ruin it for everybody. (laughs) How are you at flying drones? I am, I cannot figure it out. Very, I have very little experience, uh, 
I'm not great. Uh, it seems like counterintuitive a little bit, but I am blown away by how great they work. Even like a $40 one from Canadian Tire would have blown my mind 20 years ago, you know? Yeah. Like, they, they are incredible. I, I seem to, just as I think I'm getting the hang of it, the thing will go wild and, like, smash into the wall. <laughs> the propellers always fly off, yeah, right? Yeah, you can't do it inside. Right. It's... uh it's, a, it's an art form, for sure. Here are the folks at NASA getting very excited. A tiny helicopter that was on the, uh, the rover that they sent up there uh, hovered off the, feet, uh, off the ground 10 feet for 39 seconds. It's the first controlled flight ever on another planet. So the image we're looking at on the screen is the image from our onboard navigation camera showing us hovering above the surface of Mars. How incredible! We're going to wait for the... Perseverance rover image of us. We can now say that human beings have flown a rotorcraft on another planet. Yeah, pretty cool, man. I don't even understand like how it like how you control like does, is the remote that powerful? Uh-huh. <laughs> you push up on Earth and you wait four hours, and then on Mars it goes up finally. I don't know. I don't understand how it works, but yeah, it is amazing. You gotta have a good signal. Sometimes I'm standing in front of the TV like five feet away, and I have to hit the red button four times before the thing will even turn on. <laughs> yeah. so. I wear my I wear my wireless earbuds in front of the microwave, and they don't work. <laughs> Get to the chopper, <laughs> Jim. You uh. You've been doing the online grocery shopping, didn't you? You uh, you order food, like have uh, groceries delivered for the first time this week. Yeah, the second time, the first time we did a grocery store, it went off without a hitch. This time, my girlfriend ordered from uh, Costco, and uh, we got like a bunch of stuff to barbecue, and it got delivered del- to the house. Delivered to the house, yeah, yeah, delivered, and it showed up, and I was like, "Wow, Sarah really got a lot of groceries, dude. We're really barbecuing here." And like the guy kept on bringing more stuff, and I didn't really think that much about it. But then she started pulling the groceries in, and I said, "How many hot dog buns did you buy?" She misclicked, and she bought fourteen bags of hot dogs. <laughs> And the, like she bought so many hot dogs. Hold on, she she bought fourteen bags of buns or fourteen Sorry, packs of hot dogs hot dog buns. Well. Hot dog buns. Because if you bought, if you did, have made the mistake on both, then at least you can freeze the hot dogs and the buns, and you're set up for the year. Yeah, no, she bought. There's fourteen bags of hot dog buns and seven hot dog. Like I don't know what happened, but there was so many hot dog buns. They sent them with. Like in not into individual bags, they're in the industrial bag where there's like four hot dog bag buns. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. It's they like thought a, you were opening a hot yeah, dog restaurant. I'm like, we are on a, an OPP watch list because it looks like we're throwing a huge party, <laughs> like a huge barbecue. Because who the hell buys this many hot dogs? It, it's insane. So we got to come up with a plan like how to return them because we we're never going to eat that many. So I don't really the know guy how that works. The guy wouldn't take him right back? He couldn't say? It was touchless delivery. Like, the guy was gone by oh, the time we pulled him it. in, right? And how much did you pay? Did she, did she not notice when she cashed out? That's the problem with Costco, though. You go, you... And there was a lot <laughs> of like, stuff I'm gonna, I'm going to spend 50 bucks, and you always end up spending 300 Yeah, yeah, and you're just like, oh. What was the cash value of the buns that your I don't girlfriend remember. accidentally? Like, are we talking ten dollars, twenty dollars? Well, I mean, 14, I know you can get they're, a lot of buns. Probably two ninety nine each. So fourteen times two ninety nine is like forty five bucks. So around fifty dollars worth of hot dog buns. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I put peanut butter in one. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The other day and had a little sandwich. Oh, yeah, you're going to be doing a lot of that. (laughs) (laughs) James putting everything on hot dog buns for the next two months. Have you ever had hot dog bun tacos? Not bad. (laughs) Pretty good. Toast the bun. Toast the bun. Smush it first. (laughs) With a rolling pin, deep fry it. (laughs) So many hot dog bun recipes. You should come out with a cookbook. I should, yeah. You should follow me on Instagram for more hot dog bun recipes. I'm on it. Just listening there on the radio, if you have the receipts, uh, Costco will take your buns back. Costco will take anything back. Yeah, he, he probably could return those buns in uh, August and they'd still take them back. Well, I've seen people bring back a half a cucumber that they've already eaten half of it and they took it back. I'm serious. Costco will take anything well, do we back. know they ate the other half of the cucumber? Yeah, possibly. Who knows what they're using that for? I don't want to buy I don't want to buy the second half. <laughs> thanks for the call. All right, thanks. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Tell Jim to take a banana and then peanut butter is his condiment and the hot dog bun. It's amazing. You've done that before for real, or you're just saying that uh, to no, trick them into doing it. So you'll you'll put peanut butter in a hot dog bun, and then the instead of a wiener, you've got a peeled banana. Absolutely. Okay. Tasty treat. <laughs> He'll put it in the cookbook. And now the winner is Devin Peacock. I wanna see you peacock, you peacock. Let's take a look at sports. Oh, we got some NFL news here. What's going on, Devin Peacock from Global News Radio? Well, Alex Smith has retired after making a valiant comeback last year from a gruesome leg injury where he uh, broke his leg in one of the most awful ways possible. Don't don't, um, don't describe it. Is there anything worse to see on television? Than a bone poking out? The leg especially. I just, I don't like it. No, I mean I'm. I, I don't I like seeing. Never... I don't like seeing the insides of uh, of people's appendages. <laughs> you don't like to see their insides, outsides. <laughs> yeah, I'd never make it as a as an ER doctor or a nurse. I mean, that's uh, that's just too much for me. And I was just watching on TV when this happened. Yeah, don't, but... don't you wonder that how many how many bones sticking out of legs do doctors need to see before it doesn't affect them, right? Yeah. Before the whole, like, oh, my God, goes away. Or is it just something you're born with? Or like, you keep... walk into a room, there's only just a little bit of bone popping, and you're like, uh, you know, come That's on. not too bad. More. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Anyways, Smith, he had a great career, and, and the comeback from the leg thing was quite remarkable. He played uh, 16 years in the NFL, and his, his story is kind of a, a really interesting one. Like, he was a number one overall pick back in the day, with San Francisco, didn't quite uh, make it, obviously, went to Kansas City, and that's where he kind of found his uh, footing and became a guy until this guy, Patrick Mahomes, came along and changed the game for the Chiefs. But I think uh, Alex Smith has a future in football. It's just not under center. 
he seems tailor-made to be a coach one day in the NFL. If anyone who's ever going to be a coach, it's him. He has the pedigree of knowing what it's like to go first overall. He knows what it's like to build yourself up in the NFL. He knows what it's like to come back from a gruesome injury. And Andy Reid in Kansas City is already talking about saying he wants him on his coaching staff if and when he wants to be a coach. He's retiring Washington is who he played for last year, right? So he's retiring in in Washington? He's retiring from the Washington football team. Well, congratulations on a heck of a career, Alex Smith. Still watching uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's what I'm into right now. Mm-hmm. Have you been uh, uh, up to date, Jim? Yeah, you you watched all, all the episodes? I'm all caught up. I just, you know, I'm having a real tough time getting into it. I, I just find it very boring. There's a couple good action scenes, but I just don't really know where it's going and don't care. This is the Marvel Comics. It's a continuation of like the Captain America storyline from the Avengers movies. And you got Falcon, you got Winter Soldier, and they're doing their thing. I, the villain is kind of boring to me. Like, I don't know. There's no one really to hate, you yeah. know? There's Captain the, America is fun to hate a little bit. The, the new Captain America. Fun fact that guy is Kurt Russell's son, right? Yeah, Wyatt. Yeah. I remember I was at a hockey tournament. I, it was my brother's tournament. I was just there, and the whole hotel was a buzz because Kurt Russell's son was playing in the tournament, and Kurt Russell was on the top floor of that hotel. <laughs> so that guy played hockey against my brother. How long ago was that? This was like, this must have been 20 years ago. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think we were in Buffalo. I think that's where it was. So you're telling me that your brother was this close to playing the the new Captain America? (laughs) This! If only Kurt Russell would have discovered him on the ice. I can't believe Kurt Russell discovered his own son instead of your brother. (laughs) (laughs) What are the odds of that? Where are we on that one, Goldie Hawn? It's the opportunity to find gold. Isn't it amazing that he was able to get a career in Hollywood? I wonder how that happened. (laughs) He's, he's good, bad. though. He's not bad, yeah. Oh, he's great in the role. Like, yeah. He definitely has one of those love-to-hate faces. Yeah, when I first saw him with the mask on, I was like, is this a joke? Because <laughs> his ears kind of stick out yeah. to the side. He's got a bit of an underbite. He kind of looks silly. <laughs> yeah. But he's a good actor. His face isn't as, uh, as symmetrical as uh, Chris Evans, right? I think they did that on purpose. You can't find a guy... Who looks as good as the actual Captain America in the Captain? You gotta America be suit. the wonky. Yeah. You gotta be the wonky Captain America. Something's a little off with him. The, the thing, the other thing that's bugging me about Falcon and the Winter Soldier is, is like Falcon, Sam. How is this guy poor? He's an Avenger. Oh and yeah, he's yeah. He's having money problems, and he's gonna lose his house or something, and he's going to the bank to get a loan. It's meanwhile, almost like a Vietnam vet. Yeah. Mean, meanwhile, everyone on the street is coming up to him like Avengers. No matter where he is in the world, he's yeah. like super famous. Why doesn't he just start an OnlyFans? <laughs> oh yeah, or he could fight Jake Paul. You know, sure. do something. You you use your fame, milk it, and pay your rent. Celebrity boxing. <laughs> Only fans account, you know, <laughs> strap just the wings on. Yeah, or like put a banner, put a banner behind your your suit when you fly in there. It's like, hey, shop at Bills, no frills. <laughs> yeah, but do it naked for your only fans. <laughs> so many options. Hey, Jim, is your phone working? Yep. Hammer Manny, are you there in the Y108 studios? Hope hey, you're. Boys. Is your phone working this morning? It is this morning. Good. And actually, uh. The service came back, I think, like last night. 
Yeah, in the evening, I started getting phone calls again. So it was it was a long it was a long eight hours, guys. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was seventeen. Was it seven? Well, I was sleeping, working for some of it, so I didn't <laughs> for nine notice. of those hours. <laughs> yeah. I really need my phone once I'm lying on the couch at home. That's <laughs> uh, that's usually. You, you know what? It was driving in the car. I'm always on the phone. Uh, obviously, I have the um, the the hands free hands free. But I'll always get phone calls or I'll call pals on the drive home from work. And, uh, yeah, that didn't happen yesterday. So that was pretty stressful. Not, Poor guy. Not being Did able you feel to, disconnected? A little bit. but it, And it was kind of nice, you know? Mm-hmm. Start looking inward? It's like being on vacation. Yeah, I started thinking about... What am I really doing with my life? <laughs> thinking about what I've accomplished so far. <laughs> Where I thought I'd be at this point, yeah. where I'm not. <laughs> and then 9 p.m. rolled around, your background. phone started working again, you started, <laughs> nope, never mind, no problems right. anymore. You know, I'm going to make some big, big changes. Ring! Forget <laughs> it! Forget it! Okay, good, everyone's phones are working. <laughs> Canada-wide wireless outage, that's what was going on, and Rogers says the... Disruption was caused by an Ericsson software update. All oh, those, those software updates will get you. I've never heard of an Ericsson software. I don't know if that's something that people recognize, but um, I can relate. I like, think they're trying to blame the company Ericsson. That's <laughs> what yeah, they're doing. Like don't get mad at Rogers. Get mad at Ericsson and their <laughs> their software. Yeah, we can all relate, right, Jim? You click on the thing. It's like you need a software update. It's like, okay, I'll do this quickly. And then it takes an hour and a half to load. Yeah, like you're supposed to be doing something for work or like send an email off quick and you accidentally, like you're clicking a bunch of stuff and then your computer restarts. No thanks. Yeah. Now you know how we feel, Rogers. Who do they call for technical support? (laughs) That's my question. Hi, Rogers. Uh, This phone call may be recorded for uh, quality assurance. (laughs) Hi, Rogers. This is Rogers. (laughs) What the? I want to see you peacock, Sports time, Devin Peacock is here. Let's talk hockey. Specifically, there's a player who deserves a kudos, Dev. Yeah, Patrick Marlowe has eclipsed Gordie Howe's all-time record for NHL games played. It uh, happened last night. He has now appeared in 1,768 games. There are some records you think would never be passed, like Wayne Gretzky's all-time points total and 200 points in a season, that kind of stuff. Gordie Howe's all-time game mark, you would think, would also uh, not be passed. But uh, Patrick Marlowe did it, and uh, kudos to him. You know what's crazy? How old did Gordie Howe look at the end of his NHL career? But he also he also <laughs> played till he was in his 50s, though, right? Marlowe was only early 40s. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, this guy, uh, Patrick Marlowe looks so much younger than Gordie Howe did at the end of his career, yet he's broken his record. I just... <laughs> Gordie Howe looked like a grandfather out there. Before they had helmets, too. Yeah, with the hair, like the receding hairline. You can see the over his career, the hair just going back a little more, a little more. Until he was 51 years old. He had the, he's had the record for like 40 years. But yeah, he played till he was 51. Marlowe's only, you know, quote-unquote, only 41. So he did it in, uh, you know, in really kind of a shorter time. Now, Gordie Howe also played in the WHA for a couple of years, but still. 
uh, both incredible. The craziest stat I've heard for Patrick Marlowe, and this came out a couple days ago in the lead-up to this, is Marlowe has appeared in at least one game with 37% of every NHL player who has ever played in the NHL. <laughs> How long does Marlowe keep going now? Like, do you really want to grind Gordy's record into the ground here, or did you reach the milestone? Now you're in your 40s. You can slow down a bit, possibly think about retirement. I think uh, this is this is the end for Patrick Marlowe. He, um, uh, you know, he's had a fantastic career. He's played 23 years in the NHL, but a couple years ago, he was uh, slowing down. By the time he had his second year in Toronto, uh, he had uh, regressed uh, quite significantly. So I would say this is probably uh, the end of it for him. But if he wants to go again, and I assume San Jose would be the only place he'd want to play at this point. After leaving San Jose, he went to Toronto, then Pittsburgh, and then back to San Jose. At this point, I'd say it's San Jose or bust for him. And he's he's done enough. I mean, he's he's kind of out of gas after playing 1,768 games. Yeah, not bad. And he's not the only player who's regressed once they went to Toronto as well. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Dev. Headline from Global News. Growing calls for Ontario Premier Ford to resign amid worsening COVID-19 third wave. He's not resigning, gang. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know why he would. You remember his brother and the stuff that he did and still didn't resign? <laughs> yeah, that was very resignable. <laughs> the Fords are not the resigning type. <laughs> they will put up a fight for sure. Right. Yeah. As we were discussing yesterday, it, it sucks, and I bet uh, I bet Doug hates it <laughs> that he happened to be premier when this pandemic broke out. Sure, and at the start of it, he was talking about home cooking, and everybody was on his side. Yeah, it was a very, really roller coaster of uh, emotions for him. A lot of people are now saying that the decisions that are being made seem more political than they do uh, based in facts from the experts. What what would be best for the the public? And hey, the final straw, I think, was shutting the golf courses down. That, he really upset his base with that one. <laughs> exactly. What? <laughs> yeah, schools, playgrounds, shut them all down. Golf courses. <laughs> now you've gone too far. Time to resign, Ford. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's doing a great job by any stretch of the imagination, but are there any politicians in Canada right now doing a good job? Like, they're all kind of dropping the ball. The best part of, of the news cycle when it comes to COVID is that we're seeing more and more people get vaccinated, and that's the only thing that's going to get us out of this situation. 420 going on. It's April 20th, 2021. A lot of people uh, use today to celebrate the wacky tobacco, marijuana. You may have heard this. Jaleel White, Steve Urkel, has teamed up with Snoop Dogg, and he's got his own strain of weed. Ah, well, my mind's on my money, and my money's on my mind. I don't drink. I smoke. Ah. The sticky icky. Yeah. By Mary J. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, say less. I grow my own. Purple Urkel. Steve Urkel got his own weed. Indeed. Purple Urkel. Purple Urkel. You're loving the name, Jim. You, you, what did you think the catchphrase should be? Did I smoke that? 
<laughs> Not great, but it worked. Purple Urkel is fun. Though. I got us thinking. Hey, what if uh, what, uh, what what if the comic relief uh, wacky characters from other sitcoms that we know and love release their own strains of marijuana? What would they be called? For example, like Sheldon. Pretty easy. He could release one called the Big Bong Theory. <laughs> yup. Super. It's right there. Super simple, Sheldon. Get on it. Bongzinga. <laughs> Chandler Bong from Friends. Yeah. Another one. Would you, before you barged into someone's apartment, how about you smoke some Cosmo Kramer Kush? Who? <laughs> 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 Do not spell Kush with a K. <laughs> Is Cosmo K? Yeah, yeah that could be. They're both K. That's yeah, dangerous. Look out. Uh, if you're a fan of Full House, might want to try some Kimmy Gibbled today. <laughs> She may be the most annoying character on television, but I would try that. Kimmy Gibbled. Kimmy Gibbled. <laughs> Norm from Cheers has his own strain of marijuana. Yeah. It's called Where Everybody Knows Your Strain. <laughs> Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your strain. Bum, bum, bum. And they're always glad you came. Smoking them way down, down, down. Da, 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 da. Gary Coleman. We, weed you talking about, Willis. <laughs> How about Screech? R.I.P. Screech, Screech, by the way. my boy. Yeah. Bayside High would be Ooh, Screech's strain. That's a good subtle one. Smoke a little Bayside High. Yeah, that's good. And I know this is your favorite sitcom growing up, Jim. Carlton Banks from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh-huh. His marijuana strain would be, it's not unusual to be stoned with everyone. (laughs) It's not unusual to be high with everyone. (laughs) Let's get to the point, Jim. Mm -hmm. Roll another joint. Okay. You say uh, that concert, you saw Tom Petty on his his final tour, which turned out to be his final tour in London at Budweiser Gardens and you of all the concerts you've been to that one was the marijuana smellingest yeah inside especially maybe sublime outside but you can't really tell sometimes when it's an outdoor concert right i was at that sublime show it was outdoors and everything kind of dissipates but when you're in the lower bowl <laughs> oh talk about a bowl <laughs> of an indoor venue and a song like that comes on, I can only imagine, man, I regret missing that show. I was out of town for mm-hmm. something. That was a good one. And it was like the uh, oldest average age of people whipping out joints too. So it was just a fun vibe. You know, it wasn't young punk kids. It was like people my age and my parents' age sharing yeah. joints. And 50% of the people smoking there were doing it for their glaucoma. <laughs> they all had prescriptions pre-legalized. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, attitudes, it's amazing how attitudes towards marijuana have changed. Speaking of percentages, 52% of, uh, North Americans say now they want to try or keep using different marijuana products. Uh, the type of marijuana that's got the most people intrigued, edibles, 29%. People are interested in, in, uh, getting the gummy bears going or whatever, mm-hmm. brownies, Smoking weed the old-fashioned way was second at 21. I wonder how much longer you're going to be able to actually smoke it. Um, You you got the vapes now. Mm -hmm. People are hauling on the vapes. It's so weird to me. I saw a guy walking down the street the other day. He's with this little electronic device in his hand, hauling off on it. Yeah. Like... 
like, whoa, buddy, relax. <laughs> 420's tomorrow, dude. Yeah. Uh, it could have been tobacco. I don't uh, know. But just to see, like, it's a well, futuristic cigarette. You know, I grew up in the in the 80s, early 90s. People smoked cigarettes everywhere. Yeah. And now to see, like, there's been a, a technological advance in smoking. It's just bizarre. I don't like it. My buddy quit smoking recently, and I, I enjoy the odd cigarette. And, like, I'll, I'll have one. And a lot of the times it was with him. And he quit. And, you know, he wouldn't even smoke that much. Maybe, like, you know, when I was around him, maybe three or four smokes a day if we were, like, working on his house or something like that. Now that he's got his damn vape pen, I helped him put a shower in last week. It was every five minutes. He's hauling on that stupid-ass thing, and you can do it inside. So it's yeah. like you don't even have to go outside or outside of the building. And also, it's just like it's like a constant thing. I think it's a worse habit. Probably not for your health, but like the habit itself. So it's almost like he's he's trying to do as much damage with the vape that he was doing <laughs> yeah. with the three cigarettes. Or like it's not as like subconsciously it's not as satisfying as just that cigarette. Yeah. So you keep trying to chase that dragon. It, it, so if you have like a donut, you'll eat one donut. But if you have the gluten free donut, <laughs> right? A yeah. healthy alternative. Oh, yeah. These are healthy ones. I'm going to have 17 of them. That's the perfect metaphor. It's exactly what's going on. Uh, smoking in New, Ze- New Zealand may become completely obsolete. They're talking about that country, talking about banning cigarette sales to anyone born after 2004. Hmm. So they want to cut it off. Like this is the final smoking generation in New Zealand. After that, you're not allowed to buy cigarettes. They're phasing them out completely. I don't know if I really like. I still think it's a you know you know free to choose whatever. I mean, there's a lot of food that's also very terrible um, for you. I think wouldn't it not just be better to make? Because tobacco has been around since like since humans have been around, uh, you know, basically recorded history. Why not just make the them not allowed to put chemicals in the cigarettes? Like, like allow people to smoke smoke a tobacco cigarette if they want and if they put their health on the line, but just don't allow the companies to put whatever, whatever they chemicals want in there. they want in there. Because that's yeah. m- more of the problem. I don't know. It's 420. I got this text. It makes sense now. Uh, Dennis sent us a text. Just opened my office. It stinks like ass. A skunk must have got in here last night. What a way to start a day, start the day. Now, I, I don't know. Do you think a skunk really got into Dennis's office? Or... <laughs> Is he implying that someone was smoking marijuana in there? Hmm. I know him, and I feel like it could go either way. Right. <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot of people thinking a skunk got into the house or <laughs> in the, the office. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. There's a skunk in my neighbor's yard. Impressions. It's worst impressions. Yeah, we're playing the game worst impressions here. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, he, uh, anytime he's kind of in the news, we like to do this. So we will we'll go to the phones. We'll talk to some of our listeners. If you're one of our contestants, you can converse. You can uh, answer as yourself, but you have to sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And whoever does the best worst impression is going to be our winner. You ready, Jim? Yes, and hopefully the colors are already in character. Do we need to play Arnold? Everyone knows what Arnold sounds like. Here, we'll give you a little. Like everybody has an Arnold impression. Just in case. I think the only thing that I can say since we're dealing with a helicopter is, Get to the chopper! <laughs> Goddamn that one, huh? <laughs> Hello, David. Hi. How are you? 
I have had a great morning. I have already got up and I've had my eggs and bacon and machine gun bullets. <laughs> and what are you what are you up to today? What do you got going on? I got to go kill three little cockroaches. Oh, very nice. It's getting a little colder out there. Are you dressed weather appropriate? I don't wear clothes. I am too tough for clothes. Ah, it's like the start of Terminator. You show up naked to places. Ah, and then just steal leather. <laughs> Give me your boots. <laughs> go go find the nearest guy wearing all leather. You notice that? <laughs> yeah. It's like the Terminator. He comes back from the future, buck naked, and conveniently there's always a guy dressed head to toe in black leather <laughs> that he can steal clothing from. Like 10 Sorry, feet away. Leather. <laughs> it's like they plan it. That's part of the- <laughs> Okay, you got to come back next to the biker bar if you want to look cool while you're <laughs> hunting down the the bad guy. Uh, what what else you got going on? Are you um, upset about the the new restrictions with the province wide lockdown? It's okay. Province wide lockdown. Everybody has to be locked down. It's fine. I am terminate. I can handle all. Okay, very reasonable answer from a former governor. There he is. That was David Arnold Schwarzenegger. Liz, how are you today? Hello, everybody. <laughs> what do you got? Jim, I know, I know my impression is not as good as your Owen Wilson, but I'm trying. I am Mr. Universe. This is great. You sound awesome. It's not bad. What do you got going on today, Liz? Oh, I think I'm going to pump, pump, pump it up. <laughs> I am Mr. Universe. My muscles need to get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your favorite song, Liz, to work pump out to? Pump up the jam, pump it up. Of course, it's pump and makes my muscles bigger. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Get a little Hans and Franzi, you know. Same, same universe. Same thing. Same thing. Um, <laughs> Paul, how are you today? Worst impressions, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I'm doing fine today. Well, what'd you get up to on the weekend? Anything exciting? I had the grandchildren over. They bother me a lot. The grandchildren, what are their names? Well, you know me, I don't have a good memory. Now, do your grandchildren look more like Arnold Schwarzenegger or more like the Cookie Monster? Because I can't tell. <laughs> Can you tell us how to get to Sesame Street, Paul? <laughs> Well, let me tell you, I kicked you out for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Worst Impressions. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Okay, Jim, David, Liz, or Paul, who gets your vote? I mean, all good for what we were looking for. I, got, I I'm feeling Liz this morning. I've, you know, it's nice that uh, she did some gender bending and went for it, and it worked for me. Yeah, I agree, <laughs> Liz. Wow, thank you. I'm really bad at it, so that's awesome. Hold on, <laughs> we didn't say stop. <laughs> Please oh, repeat sorry. that as Arnold. Oh, thank you. I know I did a bad Arnold impression, but I try. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.